Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Here's a fine example of how government works at times. Albert Bigler of Ennis, Texas, went down to the BMV recently to renew his driver's license, only to be turned away because, they said, there was missing documentation. The clerk said that they had never gotten a copy of his birth certificate, and without that, according to state law, his license can't be renewed. As you might expect, there's just one problem. Albert is 95 years old and has been driving and has been a licensed driver for 65 years. And as it turns out, no one in any government form in Texas officially recorded his birth. There's no birth certificate for the man. He does, though, have all of his records from when he served in World War II, but apparently that doesn't count. They're now working with the uh, Department of Vital Statistics in Texas to sort that out. And about the time they get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's going to stop driving. One way or the other. <laughs> yes, exactly right. And I was thinking of the other way, Cliff. Yeah. Shouldn't be, but when you're yeah. 90-something. you got to know. That's a, that's a possibility. It's a possibility, yes. Right. Well, welcome to Wednesday. Wednesday is when all of us start wondering if maybe sometime around Thursday, yeah. we might get an early release for good behavior from our jobs. Mm-hmm. It never happens. No. No, you only get an early release for bad behavior from your job. Yes. So if you want off earlier... You're going to have to get off yourself. Maybe it's just me, Cliff. I could be Mm -hmm. totally wrong about this, but I get the strong feeling that meteorologists just make up words now. Make up words. Yes. To uh, try to keep the weather interesting and entertaining. I mean, there's not much going on interesting weather-wise the past couple of days or the rest of the week. Yes. It's just hot and sunny. Yes, and about 92. That's about all you can say. You know, I thought about this the last couple of years. Yeah. All my life, I have never heard a weather person say anything about a polar vortex. It's like it's something that just popped up out of the blue and (laughs) came to attack us and make things cold. Now, I'm sure... You know, I would have heard it sometime in well, the last 30 years, but all of a sudden, yeah. it's polar vortex. It's like they made that up to keep you entertained with the <laughs> weather instead of just, here's the high, here's the low. We've got a polar vortex. And so I thought this morning, yeah. Cliff, yeah. I would make up something. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. And this is what I came up with. Yeah. If Willie Nelson, yeah. Snoop Dogg, yeah. and Woody Harrelson... We're all in the same place at the same time. Okay. What is that called? I don't know. What's it called? That, my friends, is the stoner vortex. (laughs) I think you should leave the creativity to the meteorologist. No, no, not them. (laughs) We sometimes, when committing a crime, those criminals leave behind a piece of evidence that will later lead authorities right to their front door. It might be a fingerprint, perhaps dropping something in their haste to leave the scene of the crime, like, say, a wallet. But sometimes a criminal has to go to much more effort to do so, like, say, a man named Gary Lambie of Toronto, Canada. 
Dude's now been charged with breaking and entering after an incident back in August. Police say Lambie illegally made his way into a commercial property, ate some food, and left the remains of that behind. He then proceeded to an office area of the property, perhaps rifling through desks looking for items of value, but maybe not. Maybe he was there just to have a bit of fun with the copy machine. As police say the criminal raised the lid, placed his face to the glass, and pressed the big green button, and basically took a picture of his own face. He balled up the copy of his face and threw it away. <laughs> it became evidence that connected him to the crime when he was arrested on an unrelated matter. I would be horrible as a thief. <laughs> Why would, I would you be say too that? nervous to do any too of the nervous? other stuff that he they seemed, all do? I mean, he sat down and had a snack in the break room. You put would, his face on the copy glass and pushed the button. Wouldn't you think you'd want to be in and out as quickly I as possible? I would think so, yes. It's almost like you want to get caught. <laughs> True. My heart would be pounding so hard. Yeah. I probably would be shaking and couldn't even get the job done. <laughs> I'm a little shaky right now, I was going to say, there are many things in life that you could do that would leave you shaky and unable to get the job done. This one here? Yeah. I'm lucky, Cliff, that I caught the uh, news from Apple last night. You know their big uh, conference they had? Yeah. I'm lucky I caught that because if it's not on AOL, I don't get a lot of stuff. <laughs> AOL. I don't get a lot no of stuff. No one's on AOL. Max Armstrong's on AOL. <laughs> I know, I know. If it's know, good yes. enough for Max Armstrong, it's, good enough, it's for you. good enough for me. Now, we did talk about this at the house last night, the brand new iPhone and all of the new features, especially the one with all the, there's like three cameras on one side of it. It has all these different modes yes. and some cool new colors. I don't. People may or may not really care about what color their phone is. Uh, but there's some cool new colors as well. So I'm not sure it's worth $1,000 to have a green phone, but it's cool. And that's what I was thinking, Cliff. I need yeah. a phone upgrade. Yeah, but... Badly. But it's $1,000. It's $1,000. Just to buy phone. one outright. I, now, can't, I can't afford that. No, no, hardly, hardly anyone can afford $1,000 on a phone. I don't know. I see a bunch mm -hmm. of them. Well, most of the time, though, the cell phone companies will like... Let you have it for like $25 a month or something like that. Oh. So it's like basically you're leasing the phone. And at the end of the lease, you can either uh, just spend a little extra money and buy it outright or upgrade it and keep leasing a brand new phone. That's kind of like a trap. <laughs> so you could probably get in a new phone for like $25 a month. I can't do that. You can't do that. I'm either. not going to spend $1,000 well, for a basically phone. You're I hate to spend it for a car. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. <laughs> I've seen your car. I need a, Clearly. I need a cheaper version of a, <laughs> of a cell phone, and I do need to update mine because it's getting to where it hardly functions. I yeah. wonder if I could get a cell phone in, like, I don't know, bamboo or cardboard. <laughs> I don't care like about the cover. colors. The cover. You want the, cumber, the cover of your phone, the case, to be out of cardboard. Yes, or bamboo. That would make it cheaper, wouldn't it? All this fancy metal and glass? I don't need that. Well, actually, yeah, you do. <laughs> and what's really expensive is not the case, it's what's inside. So bamboo's not going to help Bamboo won't help. Yeah. Cardboard won't help. You can't have a balsa wood phone. It won't help. Maybe Apple would just let me use one for free. <laughs> That's not going to happen either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Went shopping yesterday, Cliff, out of necessity. And it seems like if you close your eyes and you spin around in a circle, yeah. then open your eyes up, bam, there's something there in your face 
pumpkin spice. It doesn't matter what it is. True. It's lattes, candles, yep. donuts, deodorant, mm-hmm. something. And honestly, the only pumpkin spice thing I really need in my life is is this kind. What's that? The PSM. What's that? Pumpkin, PSM. Pumpkin spice moonshine. <laughs> now, if I could get a hold of some of that. PSM, Cliff. If yeah. I could get a hold of that. Yeah. That would make me a happy camper this fall. Because fall is, unfortunately, at least in my opinion, in the air. I'm not a Well, huge... it's ninety two today. I understand, but, but you last look at the week trees. Last week it was in the low fifties yes. when we got up. So you're right. That's the only thing I want, pumpkin <laughs> spiced. Moonshine. You are not a kidding. <laughs> Why bother with the spice or the pumpkin? Just drink the moonshine and get on with it. Okay, then. We'll just do that. <laughs> I read this morning that country music star Brad Paisley yes. is going to star in a comedy series for Amazon. <laughs> well, he has a good sense of humor. He does have He's a great sense funny. of humor. Yeah, so I can, I can totally see that. It's going to be Brad hosting yeah. a zany TV fishing show. <laughs> <sighs> Well, it has to be zany to be interesting, because fishing on TV is boring. Yes. <laughs> Basically, all you're doing yes. is watching a string in water. <laughs> That's all there is to it. That's pretty well it, yes. Because the action is happening underwater. Under the water, where the cameras can't go. If you showed me that, <laughs> you know, like the fish going toward the bait, yeah, and I get to, you know, like, you know bet in my head yeah. will he hit it will or not it? or is he going to go away or is he going to open his mouth and go to the left and just <laughs> He'll miss be it like that ain't real i ain't touching that yes. yeah that's, that's totally right and perhaps even more exciting <laughs> if the little fish comes up toward the bait yeah and a big fish, fish comes up, comes behind up him. and eats him and bites down on the bait live on tv oh my goodness now that right. is exciting right but as presented now fishing on tv is boring and you know they must edit down thousands of hours of footage to come up with i don't know 22 minutes of excitement for your average fishing tournament i don't even know if it's exciting when they pull the fish up (laughs) i guess if you're the fisherman it is but i suppose it is i want to see the action down low (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's that's where the action's at yeah Weed, if you ask for the definition of the word gamer in Jeopardy-style format, the answer will be, who is someone who lives in their mother's basement? And while that's partially true, in reality there is a whole cyber world of which you and I are not aware. A world where anything can be gamed. Like, say, dating. And when you let creative imaginations run wild, you end up with something called Dating Simulators, a game where you can earn the affections of the opposite sex without actually having to meet one in the first place. And when imaginations really run wild, you get, and I quote, I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking good dating simulator. Unquote. (laughs) The game will be released to the public in less than two weeks, and in it you'll play a culinary student trying to win the heart of your classmate. That classmate is... Colonel Sanders, because nothing says romance like a bucket of greasy breasts and thighs, especially when they're fake. Why would anybody want to play this game? Why? 
I don't know. I mean, sure. <laughs> he's a nice-looking, older Southern gentleman. Yeah. But he stands around licking his fingers all the time. You're right. And that's awkward to have a conversation on someone who's standing there <laughs> licking their fingers. Because the first thing they want to do, Cliff, when they meet you is... You shake your hand. Yes, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> because his hand has been in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> You always say, don't do that. You don't know where that's been. Well, you know where that hand has been. <laughs> it's hard to talk to somebody while they're licking their fingers. You're absolutely it's right. It's just an awkward <laughs> feeling. But if you ever get stuck with somebody that talks yeah. too much and you can't get away from them, yeah, you stick those digits in your mouth. <laughs> that's a good idea. Start licking really your fingers. That. Hmm. And they'll go away. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I wanted to put that in my note because every once in a while that happens. I want to get away from someone. There you go. Just lick my fingers. Well, Cliff. Yes. I hope that picture that just popped up on our Facebook page, yeah. Weed and Cliff in the Morning, mm -hmm. puts all the doubters back <laughs> down in their place. Yeah. Because I know you have got at least one private message, maybe more, of people doubting yes. that there's a Th stray chicken at my house. Yes. People didn't believe your chicken story. Yes. That you were chased by the chicken, and then you chased it back. And it ran? Like it was chicken. Yes. <laughs> and so yesterday, yeah. he popped out again, or she popped out yeah, again. Yeah, it's and, clearly a hen. And I got the uh, photographic evidence yeah. of the um, chicken in my front yard. And, and it's on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. And that's my actual front yard with my chicken out okay. there. Okay. It ain't my chicken. It's a chicken. A chicken. It's a chicken who's taken up residence in your yard. For over a month. Well, I will say in the one photo, it's posing quite nicely. It's got its head turned to one side, like it's posing. And the other thing of note is that in the two pictures compared, the lighting is vastly different. Yes, because I moved to a different area. Is and that I was what it the is? shadows over there. Oh, okay. So, those are straight-up pictures. Hold on, hold on. I just need to get a close-up. Hang on just a second. Who photoshopped these Nobody. <laughs> those are real McCoys off of my phone. Don't start that. But I want you to see if you can come up with a name for this chicken. Oh, you want to name the chicken? Please, name my chicken. All righty. What's happening, Cliff? I'm just reading the uh, suggested names for your chicken that our friends are posting on our Facebook page. We've got quite a big, big yes. response on that, Cliff. Yes. I'm happy that uh, we have yes. so much uh, so, interaction. And if if no one has ever heard of this, there's a chicken roaming Weed's property. It's been there for a couple of months, if I remember correctly. At least six weeks or seven. Yes, yeah. and uh, it kind of came to light that there were people among our listenership who didn't believe the fact that there was a chicken at your house. I feel a little bad about that, Cliff. <laughs> what have I ever done? To make people have such doubts about what I'm saying. That's yeah. That's why I took well, the picture. Lie. <laughs> well, yeah, there, sometimes, yeah. But besides that. Regularly, every day for like 13 years. Okay, what, besides that, what have I ever done, Cliff? Isn't that enough? Well, probably, yeah. <laughs> but boy, the names. Yeah, so we posted pictures on our Facebook. You were able to get actual pictures of said chicken. And, and it's hard it, to do. It's hard to get a picture of a chicken. Um, and so... They're on our Facebook page, and we asked people to comment, what should we name this chicken? What would we name his chicken? I like Nugget. That's not bad. <laughs> I like Lunch. Lunch name isn't it, bad. Name it Lunch. 
<laughs> I like the uh, text message. We got a text message. I haven't been through the text messages yet. Call it turkey. I don't know why. Turkey. Why Turkey's wanna... good. That's right. Yes, I knew that. Turkey. I don't know, Cliff. Um, you want to hear my name? No, let's hear. <laughs> we should name it Choker. No, Choker the chicken. <laughs> I'm going maybe with turkey. All right, it's time for the phrase that pays. Indeed. Let's go right to the phone line. Who are we talking to? Steve Boynton. All right, do you have a phrase for us today, Steve? Yeah, I'm the one that texted you earlier. Sweet. You oh, perfect. Let's, let's do it. Okay, to all doubters, do not choke weed's chicken. <laughs> oh, Steve. Are you going with that, Cliff? Of course we're going with that. What do you think? All right. Well, Steve, thank you for calling in this morning and participating with the chicken, okay? Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. Yeah. I want to thank everyone who's been on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, mm-hmm. with all the suggestions for names. And we've had some good ones to name this chicken oh, that's yeah. wandered into my yard. <laughs> but I think, Cliff, we're going to have to go with that text message there. Oh, that one? That one there I, no, is I'd, pretty I'd, good. I agree that's the best one. So, Cliff, yes. the chicken that's at my house yes, is named in honor of basically a story that goes back to your septic tank. Yes. In 2017, I believe it That's was. right. You discovered that um, your house is built and your property is the site of a, an old Native American uh, settlement. Yes. And there was a princess there called Kickaponus. That's true. And uh, your toilet was cursed by Kickaponus. Yes. So basically the presence of the chicken confirms the fact that your property is cursed, and therefore the chicken shall be called Cluckaponus. Yes. (laughs) In honor of the Kickapoo heritage. I'm going to have to move. I'm going to have to move. In the news this morning, Cliff, Dr. Oz says that he missed the signs of his mother's Alzheimer's until it was too late. Oh, Dr. Oz. Yes. He's a show on the afternoon. Yes. Right. And he wonders why so many people put quotation marks around the word doctor when they say (laughs) his name. When they talk to him. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Oz. Well, Cliff, this is an interesting text message, okay. and I remember this happening. About a what? month ago or so, I okay. said the Kenny Rogers tune, yeah. Lucille, I thought yeah. it said, with 400 children and a crop in the field. Right. And this person yeah. who texted in said, in the Dwight Yoakam song, Little Sister, they always thought it said, Lucille's a donkey. <laughs> this is a little disappointing to me, Cliff. What are you talking about? A restaurant that's just opened up in England. Okay. Where there's an endless supply of yeah. cheeses that pass before the customers as they sit there at their tables or at their chairs. Yeah. And a conveyor belt brings cheese one after the other by you. So it's like a conveyor belt of cheese. Yes. And you basically sit there and pick off what you want. Exactly. And wow. I'm a little disappointed that yeah. that's happening in England. Why not? Why are you disappointed it's happening in England? Please explain to me yeah. why America didn't come up with this concept first. Well, that's a good idea. We should have been actually. all over that, Cliff. You're totally right. 
Now, I know they do it at a sushi place, and ugh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. But a cheese place. You'd be all over that. And can you imagine what it would be like if there was a conveyor belt and every other plate alternated cheese and bacon? <laughs> and maybe uh, yeah. biscuits and right. gravy. And you know, ooh, that's a good thought too. <laughs> yes. You know, and it'd have to be prepared in such a way because you have to like grab the plate as it goes by because it's moving. Yes. You couldn't like stick your fork out there and like go, oop, I got that one. And so basically everything that they would come by on the plate would have to be bite-sized. So there would really be no need for you to cut the cheese while you're there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I kn- <ugh. laughs> I hope you're happy. It's already good for you. <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. Okay. And today, it's how you like your eggs reveals a lot about you as a person. Okay. Now you have to pick out the egg you like the best. The way it's prepared and i'm assuming you're meaning like scrambled and all of the other varieties yes okay. sunny side and hard boiled i can right. eat an egg anyway that you fix it okay but my favorite would be yeah scrambled okay so here we go cliff okay sunny side up you are optimistic and easygoing. okay hard boiled yeah you're a no-nonsense person okay but quick to form opinions of others okay mm. hmm. soft boiled you're gentle and sensitive. Okay. Over easy. Yeah. You are very precise and know exactly what you want out of life. And if you're an omelet lover, yeah. you take you enjoy taking great risks. Okay. And finally, yeah. scrambled. Okay. You're agreeable, very steady, and possibly yeah. one of the handsome people to ever walk the face <laughs> of the earth. You made that part up, didn't you? I could have made that last yeah. part up. But you know, the rest of it, oddly you take enough, to the bank. Oddly enough, the way I like my eggs is the one way you didn't mention. Poached? No. <laughs> no. How? Over medium. Over medium? Which is like over easy, but you cook it a little bit longer. Once you flip it. i would never heard of You've that. You've never heard of that? I've never heard of over medium. <sighs> Well, at least you don't like them raw. Well, and we we got that text message. Did you see that? I did see If you see like that. your eggs raw, what does that say? And the answer is clearly, you need to back away from the backside of the chicken. Yes. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, stubborn number three. It's hard to talk to someone who's licking their fingers, <laughs> let alone shake their hand. <laughs> number two, Lucille's a donkey. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today could be only one simple word. And it's the new name of the chicken at Weed's house in honor of the curse that his property has been placed under. It's called Cluckapanus. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.